What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Western Young Adult Podcast. I'm Brad Chandler. I'm April Chandler. And we are here to take you into a wonderful, wonderful podcast. I'm very excited. I don't know why I went into that accent. It just, I was what feeling it. What accent was it? I don't even know. Hmm. I don't even know what it was. Mysteries. Yes. Um, <laughs> so a couple quick updates. We have been doing our prayer walks, mostly. This week, we have not, actually. <laughs> so we we um, kind of made ourselves do it by kind of giving a punishment if we don't do it. Yes, which we said in the a podcast. Yes. So. so it was like no TV for the week until we pray together. Yes. Um, so we did it for two weeks. Did it really well. Yeah. And then this past week, we were out of town on Sunday, so we never did it. So, yeah. Kind of just true. slipped our minds. True, true. And then it's just been a busy week. Like, I had something Tuesday night. I had something last night. And so, we have something tonight. And <laughs> so, <laughs> we will see when we get to do it, but we are going to keep doing it. The book, on the other hand, not going to keep doing it. So, yeah. It. Like, that's the update <laughs> on that. We decided to, to just kill that. Kill yeah, it, we it. were trying to do a similar situation with the book um, that we wanted to read together, but we have since just decided to drop that one, at least for now. Yeah, it was kind of two factors. One, neither one of us was filling the book a lot. Like it, the first chapter didn't really. I don't want to like say anything bad about the book no, because no, no. I really only read one chapter and just, I don't think that's fair to judge a book just on one chapter. It could have just been the season in which we started to read it. Yeah. Could have been a lot of things. It's nothing against the book. Right. But April already struggles with nonfiction books as it is. And really the priority for us would be praying together. Right. Uh, so we're prioritizing that. We've let go of the doing a book together. Yes. But there's the updates on those things. Um, so now we'll talk about what's, what's on our mind today. What's on your mind, babe? What is on my mind is just the busyness, man. The stuff we got going on. We got a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, we had, I had something going on Tuesday night, had something going on Wednesday night, have something going on tonight, have, um, a wedding on Saturday, which all these things that we're doing are great, but it's just a lot of stuff. So, um, then Mother's Day's coming up this Sunday. Get something for your mother. No, be they're not going to hear this before Mother's Day. Be nice. They might. It's coming out before Mother's Day. Oh, it is. Okay. It's My coming, bad. It's coming out before. So if you're hearing this before Mother's Day, which is Shame May on you for not knowing. the 9th. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. May the 9th is Mother's Day. So Don't do something Mom. sweet for your mother. Show her you appreciate her in whatever way yes. you can. Or a mother fig- figure, grandmother. I will be your mother figure. I'll be your everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, along those lines, as far as what's on my mind, is just we're getting ready for Rush Camp, which is our big student camp at Westridge. And uh, our boys are getting ready to wrap up school. And our middle school stuff at church is also getting ready to wrap up. So just a lot of stuff wrapping up, a lot of good stuff going our on. Our son has a birthday. Our dog has a birthday. Our, our, all <laughs> Lots of birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off. So lots of things. Nice quote. I think everybody's pretty busy this time of year. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think we're alone in this. I think we you guys probably feel the pressure. I think a lot of people are graduating from college, from high school. Kindergarten, fifth grade. Uh, Yeah. What's on your mind, babe? 
Um, I am getting my second shot on Friday. Second shot, getting yeah. the vaccine. So I am not sure how I'm going to feel. I felt fine the first with the first one, mm-hmm. but supposedly the second one can be worse. So yeah, I'm a little worried it might take me out um, tomorrow and Saturday, which we're hosting Mother's Day for my stepmom. So mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't take me out too much because we got to get this. We got to host. Hey, if not, I'll turn into the hostess. You'll be the hostess. I will be the hostess. You can wear the apron. With the mostest. You can wear the lipstick. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> let's not get too crazy. The hostess lipstick. Um, <laughs> hey, something else that's on my mind I've yeah. I forgot to mention is I have a dentist appointment in two weeks. Oh, yeah. And it's for – so a lot of times when people have braces, when they get their braces off, they have these spots on their teeth. Well, I have had those spots on my teeth just ever since my permanent teeth came in on my front four teeth on the on the top. And it's always kind of bothered me, but not like majorly. And it's always just a cosmetic thing. And I've always asked Dennis, like, is there anything I can do? And the only thing anyone's ever been able to tell me is basically not dentures, but caps on your teeth, which is where you have to like grind your teeth down to nubs. Where they grind them. You don't grind them Well, yeah, yourself. you don't do it yourself. That'd be... <laughs> That'd, that'd be a bad idea. So take this kit home, grind your teeth down. <laughs> take this sandpaper and just rub really hard. Uh, so, yeah, it's basically grind your teeth down and then we'll put some caps on them. Yeah. And we'll have to replace them in 10 years. Let's destroy your perfectly good teeth. Right. That are so, supposed to last you your whole life. Never. Just for cosmetic reasons. Yeah. So never went that route. But discovered a somewhat new thing that they can do. And... Supposedly, they can blend those spots and help those kind of go away. So that's kind of exciting. I know it's totally cosmetic and it can seem vain, but it's like still it's something (laughs) I've always. So, okay, growing up when you are going through middle school and high school, I mean, you any weakness that you show is going to get picked on and highlighted. So Mm -hmm. it was something people would comment about. Mm -hmm. So it's always that like little thing that I've. Been like, man, I really don't, I don't love that. That's not a thing. If I could do anything about it, I would. If it wasn't this crazy, you know, ruin your teeth to fix it kind of thing. So now that there's a thing, I'm kind of. Yeah, as long as it's not too expensive. Kind of interested. We can maybe do it. Yeah, so the consultation's in two weeks. So interested to hear what they say. Yeah. And if it will actually do anything. That'll be cool. And I have a, a white, one white spot on one of my teeth. So yeah. I'm like, hey, if this works for you, I'll do it too. There we go. Anyway, that's cool. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But going back to the busyness thing, that's that's more what we were going to kind of talk about today. Not necessarily busyness, but more like how do you stay focused on what really matters and your priorities, particularly when it comes to God. In the middle of busy seasons, because we all have different busy seasons, uh, you... If you're a young adult in college right now, this might be a crazy season as you're wrapping up your semester. If you are a school teacher listening to this, you're getting you're wrapping up your year. So this could be a busy season for you, but you might have a busy season coming up or you've had one in the past. And we all know when we get really busy, sometimes some other stuff falls to the wayside. So how do we stay focused on the things that we don't want to ever let fall to the wayside? Of what we want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, kind of. What I was thinking was, um, what's the one thing 
that you can do. Because sometimes we're, we are busy and it's not like God is, is like, hey, you still have these five things on your list that you need to check off or you're failing in my book. It's just like, how, how do we connect to God? Maybe, maybe we're picking like the most important of those five things to just make sure we continue to do Mm -hmm. um, when we are busy. And I think God, God understands when things get busy and we can't always um, put as much effort into just our Christian walk and our walk with him as we normally do. I don't think, I don't think he. What do you mean by that though? Well, I mean. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. It depends on what you mean by that. So if you have like a really great um, setup of like traditions and not traditions, practices that you do for your Christian walk, and then all of a sudden, so this happened to me when we had kids. Um, I had so much free time before we had kids and I could do my morning like uh, devotion. I could spend half an hour. I could do this any time of the day I wanted to almost. I mean, I had to work, but, you know, I could do it before I went to bed and it just kind of happened pretty easily. But then once we had kids, it's like, even if I woke up early, somehow they would also wake up early and it was frustrating. So it's really easy when you get busy to just throw everything away and be like, I just don't have time for this. But um, instead of doing that and like quitting altogether, I mean, I think there's probably, I would say, one thing you can hang on to. And like, if, as long as you make sure you're doing this, you know, you can make sure you're, it helps you stay on the right track, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hopefully you won't stay in that spot forever. But like the Christian mm-hmm. walk isn't about rules. It's not about doing certain things. It's not about going to church. It's not about reading the Bible. It's not about doing specific things at all. It's about following Jesus and your relationship, our relationship with Jesus. So we can, I think we can feel really guilty when we're not doing things that we think we're supposed to be doing as Christians when we're really busy. And I don't think that's helpful. So all I was trying to say was what is like one thing we could tell people, just hang on to this, just do your best to do this thing and it will help you um, in your walk with God, what would you say would be like for you, what would be the one thing you would want to, um, hold on to and continue to practice even when you're really busy? So it isn't about a lot of the things you just mentioned. It's just God uses a lot of those things to help you stay connected to him. Like the Bible is, we've talked about this a bunch of times on the podcast. Like it's the main way he talks to you. So for me, reading the Bible is always, is ne- that's never something that I could like stop doing mm-hmm. because then I wouldn't really be hearing from God very much. Yeah. Not to say he couldn't speak to me in different ways, but he doesn't typically do that consistently. And in the, the Bible is where we learn the most about God. I mean, that's it's the thing he's given us, the tool he's given us to know him better. And to keep growing in our understanding of who he is and who he made us to be. So the Bible, spending time with the Bible, even if it's not a ton of time, is mm-hmm. one of those things that you just you you just can't, or at least I just can't let go of. Um, even if the time goes down. So like to your point, you might have had 30, 45 minutes to do it, you know, multiple times during the day if you wanted to 
at certain seasons of your life. But then when it's really busy, it's just making sure you don't let go of it altogether and that you are just making sure you're spending intentional time when you have time. So even if, let's say for a few weeks, you need to just spend 15 minutes a day in the Bible, that's, again, to your point, it wasn't about the quantity as much as it was the quality. Like, mm-hmm. that's always the main thing because it's about your relationship with God, which I totally agree with. So then it's it's just making sure that that priority of spending time with God and his word is something that you're still doing and you're still setting aside time for, even if it's less time. And even if it's not exactly the way you'd want it to be, it it's better to do a little bit and differently than you would want than not at all which is, I think, what you're saying. And then prayer is a huge part of that too. But the nice thing about prayer is you can do that anywhere, anytime. You can have your eyes open. Like you can, you don't have to say anything out loud. Like you could literally be praying multiple times all throughout the day and it's fine. You know, I was thinking about that too. Like even if, even if I just had a card with a verse that's very, um, like I'm kind of meditating over even if I just had that and kept it with me during the day and then looked at it every once in a while and thought, like, God, help me to apply this to my to my life and just kept going with my day. I feel like that, even something little like that, using the word so you know God's truth and you're trying to apply it. Like, it's a really quick thing. It's always with you. Any moment mm-hmm. when you sit down, you know, in- instead of popping out the phone, you can just pop that out. I mean, you don't have to do it like every single time, like legalistically, but, you know, just pull it out and and yeah. read it and and keep, like you said, keeping that like communication open with God throughout the day. It doesn't have to be like I'm praying my list of things over specific people and and situations, but it can just be like, you know, like talking to a friend. Um, I'm really stressed out right now. This sucks. <laughs> like, God, help me. You know, just random yeah. thoughts. I think God, like that's how you have a friendship. That's how you have a relationship. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. Keeping just God's word in front of you. Those two things to me are the biggest deals because they're the kind of meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of the relationship because it's him talking to you and you talking back. Yeah. So a lot of the other stuff that's a part of us following Jesus comes out of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily the other things leading the way yeah. in the relationship as much as the relationship leads the way in those things. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. if it's just all about serving or if it's all about worship, mm-hmm. those things happen because we have a relationship with Jesus. So the relationship needs to be the thing that gets preserved because that's going to be the thing that's going to sustain us living a life of worship and us serving other people and loving other people well. We we can't do those things well if we're not maintaining our, our relationship with God, who is the source of the love and the, the one who motivates yeah. us and all that stuff and helps us understand uh, how to be doing it. So sometimes I don't realize I have been doing all this wrong until I'm struggling with something like important, whether it's doubting what God thinks of me or it's just me being in a bad place. And then I'm all of a sudden I have all these questions and I have this internal turmoil that I'm struggling through. And a lot of times that's kind of a little clue to me that I need to 
read God's word and just really get back into my foundation and asking God for, you know, to clear those things up and help me answer my, my doubts or my questions, um, the things I'm struggling with. Sometimes we, sometimes for me, I just have to like really get in more than other times. And when we're busy, we can't do that as much, but it will, it will eventually slow down and (laughs) hopefully your life will eventually slow down or else, you know, if something gets really bad, it kind of happens without you wanting it to. Well, Where you have like a, a breakdown. The, <laughs> you just fall apart and you need to go. You need like a mental health day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's sometimes the busiest seasons of life where we need to prioritize it even more. Like mm-hmm. press into it even more because we're stressed. And when we're stressed, we don't always make the wisest and godliest of decisions. And... um and so we need to lean into him more in those moments. I mean, he tells us to cast his, our cares on him. So if we're stressed and we're in busy seasons of life, like put that stress on God. He invites it like he is yeah, asking for it. So we probably need to do that always, you know, like mm-hmm. not just in the down times and just making sure we're holding on by a thread during the busy times. Like we really should probably lean in even more. Not necessarily, again, the point is not time. It's not like we should spend even more time necessarily. If you can, awesome. But it's not about that. It's about kind of realizing where your focus is, where's your heart, keeping it focused on, as God calls us to, the things above and on him. And then let everything kind of flow out of that and let that be the thing that helps you navigate through the turbulent waters of your crazy schedule i don't know i felt like i should say turbulent <laughs> waters differently but is it hard for you to say things like that without doing like a voice yeah because it? it feels it feels like a like not a, a tweet. real yeah it feels like a tweet or a quote from a book or something <laughs> it's not a real but thing that's you genuinely say. well no it's genuinely what i thought that's why i yeah. said it but just when you're everything's nuts like crazy and there's craziness going on in your life and every day is jam-packed and you just feel like you don't have time to breathe What's interesting is, like, God is the one who gives us our breath. Mm-hmm. So we won't be able to breathe if we don't spend time with him. And, I mean, there's we could go down a whole rabbit trail right now about how the the old Jewish rabbis used to say, or, or still a lot of Jewish rabbis say, say still, that the name of God, Yahweh, is like the sound of breathing. So mm-hmm. it's the inhale and the exhale. And so when we breathe, it's even like us saying God's name and it's acknowledging the very breath that we have is from God. So when we feel like out of breath and we feel like we, we, we don't have what we need, like to do what we need to do each day. I mean, God is the provider of life. He's the provider of breath. So we need to breathe in his presence, breathe in his name, breathe in his, who he is and be in that relationship more in in those moments because he's the one who provides that that we need. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. But it's yeah. but at the same time it's it's relevant to what we're talking about. It's easy for us to trick ourselves into thinking we're busy so we don't have time for this right now. Well really the reality is we don't have time not to. <laughs> I hate when people say stuff like that. You do? Why? <laughs> yes. Because it's putting it all on my shoulders. It's like no. Oh, you don't have time for this? You don't have time not to have time for this. It's <laughs> like, but I literally don't have time for this. <laughs> but what does that mean? Time for what? I mean, 
Time for God? I have time for God, but the things that you're talking about, I mean, I have time for God in general. I can, I don't know. Usually that's surrounded with like all the other things that people want. Right. But I'm talking about in the context that we already just said, it isn't about the time. Yeah. As much as it is the focus and the heart and the intention. But you literally said you don't have time to not have time for this. Yeah. And you said it's not about the time. So it isn't. (laughs) What are you saying? (laughs) I'm saying in the okay, just to give something practical. Mm -hmm. So let's say today is just jam packed. We're doing the podcast and then we got a lunch meeting and picking up the kids and then we're celebrating Mother's Day. Like that's literally today. Mm -hmm. That's my day today. Mm -hmm. So I could be like, I don't have time for God today and to read and to pray. It's like, well, but I mean all all of that stuff is stuff that God's called me to. Like the lunch is about ministry stuff. This podcast is about ministry. It's about him. It's about helping encourage people. It's the... Okay, but most people are not pastors. So can you take that out of it? No, because everything everything is meant for God. So I'm just giving you my schedule. So lit- I could literally look at my schedule and say, I don't have time. I don't have 20 minutes to sit down and read my Bible today. Okay, well, again, it's not about the time. I do. I will be in the car over 20 minutes, so I can have the Bible read to me for the time I'm in the car, and I can be praying at any point during the day. And so I do have time to do that. It's not the time that I would normally do it or the way I would normally do it or the way I would want to do it necessarily, but it's still going to happen. Like, it still can happen. Mm-hmm. It's just making sure that it is. And and the only reason it is is because my focus is still on him. Like, my goal is still him. My thing is still to have a relationship with him and spend time with him. So it isn't about the time, but it is about the time. And it's realizing that there's still, it's not, it is like every other relationship in the sense that it takes communication and it takes, you know, giving and taking and sharing and and all those things. But you can spend time with God differently than you can with everyone else because he's always with you. He's with you always. Yeah. So. I think it feels like a lot when when you say that, Um, but it really doesn't have to be a lot. I, I mean, what? you're kind of saying that, too. When you say, like, you can't afford not to have time for God. I think when we hear that, we think mm-hmm. you can't afford not to set aside 30 minutes every morning. And, like, yeah, that doesn't have to be what it is. It could literally be, like, right. you in the car and you're just so stressed out that you're just like, God, like, this today is a lot. Mm-hmm. And you just sit there in silence and you kind of are giving it to him. Mm-hmm. And that could be it. That could be spending time with God. It doesn't have to be some, like, big thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we feel like it has to be certain certain yeah. things, and that's what makes it feel overwhelming. Yeah. It's all, like, we, we just give him, we're weak. We just give him what we have. And if we don't have a lot, you know, then we don't have a lot. Yeah. That made me think of that uh, AJR song. Because <laughs> weak. <I'm> weak. <laughs> And what's, what's wrong, wrong with, that? with that? Yeah. Yeah. But we are weak. But he is made strong in our weakness. Like, he's the one who gets us through all that stuff. And yeah, it's even more reason to make sure that we're, we're spending 
we keep saying the word time, and it isn't about time as far as the quantity, but it's still about the quantity. So it is about time. Like it's still, you have to spend time with God at some point. It's not, it's kind of like if I was like, you know, babe, I really want to take you on a date. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying I wanted to take you on a date, but I never take you on a date. Like to take you on a date would actually take time. It's not just about the fact that I wanted to I actually need to do it. So it's kind of like that. It's like you, we can want to spend time with God and say we're going to spend time with God and desire that. But if we, we have to actually do it at some point. But at the same time, if you literally can't take me on a date, yeah, you can be like, hey, come hang out with me while I do all these things I have to do. And then we're still spending time together and you're getting the things done. Yeah. So it's the same with God. Like you take Yeah, yeah. That wasn't meant to be an analogy for the whole thing. I like admit. it. I think it's good. Well, okay. Then, I mean <laughs> I you're think right. it makes sense. Like come like you are with me, God, you yes. know, in the midst of this. So Yeah. I don't know. No. I I can see it. I like the way you said Yahweh. Um, you brought up that how it's like a breath, like breathing mm-hmm. in and out and just saying it. And it kind of I don't know, maybe Maybe we could say, like, we need to have t- – we need to spend time with God. We need to, like, spend, like, a breath, mm-hmm. even just a breath with God. Well, okay, so maybe this is this is uh, <laughs> another part of that, mm-hmm. the, just the idea of God's name being, like, the breath that we're breathing in and out. Mm-hmm. It's really about acknowledging the fact that God is already there with you. Because yeah. so, so often we're not thinking like that. We're thinking, yeah. I've got all this stuff to do. I need to be here. I need to be there. I don't have time for God. Well, God's got all the time in the world for you. Like he's, and he's with you in all that stuff. So, so much of it is about just realizing he's with you. Like he's yeah. there and you're just acknowledging it. There was, um, there was, there's an idea and, and there was a book as well, just about uh, God being in this place. And, and I just didn't know. I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's like when Moses has the moment with God at the burning bush. It's there's there's certain Jewish teachers who have asked the question, was God like how long was God at that bush until he realized it? He walked by that area a lot. Like, had he been there for a long time and he just like Moses finally realized it. He just finally noticed. And yeah, and it was like he was on it was on fire. Okay, I can get that. It's. I mean, regardless of that, so regardless of the Moses story, it's still Jesus promises to be with us at the very end of the age. So if if you know Jesus, he's with you. His spirit is literally in you. Like, we are not alone. Um, but we, I think we feel like we're alone a lot, especially in busy seasons where we feel like it's all on us. It's all on our shoulders to get all this done, to get all the stuff uh, marked off our, our calendars and our checklists and all that stuff. And it isn't. We aren't going through that alone. He is with us in it. And sometimes us just acknowledging it and realizing that is a huge stress reliever. And it could be as simple as realizing, like the breath that you just breathed. Mm-hmm. Breathed? The breath you just, yeah. Is Look. that right? The, the I don't breath. know. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. The, bre- the breath you just inhaled and exhaled was a gift from God. It was given to you by God. And that same God is with you right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's there he's in the in midst it. of that inhale and exhale. So that, I mean, just that alone. It's kind of like just a realization. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a reali- realization of what is actually true. Because yeah. in some ways you trick yourself into thinking you're alone, but you aren't alone. 
So it's remembering the truth of the fact that God is with you and he's there. And and so once you realize that, then you're spending time with him. Well, yeah. I is mean, that what you're saying, yeah, yeah, he's it's like, OK, if me and you could be in the same room together, hanging out. Mm-hmm. But if I don't ever acknowledge you or say anything to you, you could feel like you're alone. Yeah, I could feel like I'm alone. And you could also be like, I mean, hey, we're we're together, <laughs> but we're not together. Like, yeah. we're not spending time together. The spending time together comes with the acknowledgement and with the communication. Like I could be over here in the other side of the room with a whole platter of like food for you and you're not even noticing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I got all this for you over here. And you're just sitting here waiting to like, all you, you have, have all these things to, to say to, uh-huh. to me. And you could have all these, whatever. It could be whatever. But if I don't actually turn my attention to you and actually say anything to you, like none of that ever happens, even though we're in the same space together. So that's, that's kind of, I guess what I'm saying is God's with us. He's there all the time. We just don't turn to him or look to him or acknowledge the fact that he's with us because we're just not either we don't remember, we didn't know, or we have forgotten. Or I mean, there's so many things we've been distracted, you know, like it's just like once again, spending time with God is not all about us, too. It's 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 he's already it's offering really not, it. It's, it's already not really there. about us at all. Yeah. All we have to do is realize. And so when you say like you can't afford not to, <laughs> I mean it's true. That's but just I, a phrase. I know. It's not meant to be a guilt trip. It's not a guilt trip. It's just a phrase. But when you say that, it's um, it, it makes it feel like I have to do all these things. Yeah. But really, all I have to do is realize he's there. Yeah. And stop and for a minute and just be like, Acknowledge oh, him. You're here. You're yeah. here with me. And I'm going to continue to like talk to you. and Yeah, just engage with him. And keep you involved Acknowledge in all the things I'm doing. And engage. I love that. Because he wants to engage with us. I mean, he's already done. I feel done. like I can do that. The other one, I feel like I cannot do that. Which one? That's like you have to... You have to read every day. You have to pray this way every day. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, you have to. Right. Can't afford not to. <laughs> April, that, you can't afford not That to. I don't feel like is sustainable. I can't right. even read this book about Sabbath we were trying <laughs> to read. So it's like, yeah. Uh, and there's a part of me that doesn't want to because all of that feels like just meaningless it feels meaningless like at times. Legalism. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it doesn't. But but just realizing that God is with me and mm-hmm. and knowing He's He's so big and amazing and loves me so much and He's right there. Like that is. Yeah. That makes me feel like I can breathe. Let's do it together. Okay. <laughs> Inhale on three. One, two, three. And let it out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we hope you guys take some breaths in this With God season. Today. Yes. <laughs> in this season, whether it's busy or not busy for you. And I, when it is busy that you remember to breathe. I feel like we've come like for, we've gone on a journey through this podcast episode. We kind of started in one spot. Yeah. And ended up in a new spot. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Spending time with God should be refreshing. It should yeah. be like breathing. It should be should not be like homework. No. It's it's spending time with a best friend mm-hmm. who is your heavenly father, who made you, who knows you, every hair on your head. 
and loves you more than anyone ever will. Who doesn't want to spend time with him? I mean, who, you know. Who wouldn't want who to? Who wouldn't want to, yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks, Pastor Brad. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this episode. We love you guys. Keep loving each other. Have a wonderful week. For more information about Westridge Church and our young adult ministry, please go to westridge.com slash YA.